Anyways, I'm going to start this. I don't know what I want to call this, though. The unpacking of? (sighs) Kind of. Because now you have like four different things going on. You have this. I'm a mess. You have the one that we did before. You have your regular stuff. I'm a mess. Um, Doesn't surprise me. So, all right. Well, I would like to, I guess, begin 10 minutes later. And saying welcome to this one time. And of course, my name is Juan. And I'm joined once again by my lovely wife, Gabrielle Maria. First of all, Murphy. <sighs> Generic. Anyways. Blame my mother. Yes. Um, but another little side series or um, just a series in my podcasting a realm. Sub, sub, sub series. Yeah, sub series. Sub genre. No, sub, sub, sub. Sub, sub, sub. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm going with um, the unpacking of dot 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 kind of like the in defense of dot 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 just leaves it kind of wide open um, but why not touch on like these ridiculous cartoons that are out there that For our children. kids yeah mm-hmm. our kids freaking devour you know and um, I don't know there's some articles that I read the you, you brought one up uh, brought one to my attention. Um, Did you find it? I think so. I think so. Where it was like, um, you know, like talking, asking specific reasoning. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasoning with with the show, with the Before cartoon. Before we get into the show yeah. that we're talking about. So uh, I thought that was kind of fun to really look into because I've thought about that with like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and stuff. Like, but I feel like a lot of these things are are the ones that I allow my children to watch are educational in a sense. Yeah. Um, not necessarily Mickey Mouse Clubhouse specifically. It, they do teach numbers and shapes and things like that. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it's more obviously educational yeah. versus other shows speak more towards emotional responses mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm okay with letting them watch certain other shows because it, it will show sharing or when you're mean to somebody mm-hmm. or how to how to react to a certain way. I don't know if you recall the other day when she came up to you and she said, I'm frustrated. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, well, why are you frustrated? Yeah, they probably learn that in daycare or school to express feelings. But mm-hmm. sometimes, not that we use TV as a babysitter because they don't Mm-mm. watch a lot of TV. It's helpful to know that the stuff that they do watch is educational. Yeah, it's not just killing time. Like yeah, like other ep- other shows. But then again, I say because they do watch stuff that's uneducational, like Rampage. Is that what it's called? Yeah, but that's a movie. But I'm saying like Michael loves that movie. Yeah. And he loves to see the, the freaking Lizzie come out of the water and it's all like <laughs> he's just a boy in that sense so i'm yeah. okay with allowing them to watch stuff like that <coughs> go to the movies watch secret life of pets or yeah but that's, Toy that's Story. a movie that's but, why but then it's also like it's kid friendly but then it's also kid life like that's a kid this, these are these are directed at the millennials children you're talking about tv shows now no movies and tv shows well yeah are directed towards our children. And so some of the stuff I'm okay with letting them watch. But yeah, a lot of the stuff on TV today, I'm not okay with them watching. But there's a select few of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like me. I've tried to I've tried to pull up like so so this episode is gonna be about Paw Patrol. And I've tried to throw it up on YouTube every now and then when like we're in, we're in a pinch where, you know, um we just had to occupy the kids for some time, right? Their attention. And I would throw it on and it would start off as an episode. And then like five minutes in, it's just some video game, like some person playing a Paw Patrol video game somehow, like an app or something. And then I'm just like, whoa, what the heck? Like you're just like you, their brain is just mush in that moment. Just watching somebody else play a game. Yeah. I'm all about video games to an extent because they do help with problem solving and creating that. But not when you're watching somebody else do it, especially yeah. when they're young and they don't really understand. They're just watching the the shapes on the screen, you know, change. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that's definitely like you got to watch out for that stuff like on 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 the youtube <laughs> you know go down that rabbit hole um but i guess getting in to specifically what we're here for why i have got gathered you all here today um this will be the unpacking of paw patrol and what i mean by that is just you know um, breaking it down t- yeah tongue-in-cheek just kind of like obviously you know there's cartoon physics and and all of that that is taken into account and there's a lot to kind of just be left you know un- untouched like shady not shady but like you know not shining a light on it like to specifically detail it it's me it's me like okay like this dog has an, a jetpack in its backpack and it's like well how would that be possible like but then it's also like, is that not animal cruelty? <laughs> like, you know, you're you're stuffing these dogs bags mm. with stuff. Well, that will lead me to my theory on the dogs. But I mean, like, yeah, like but I get the, yeah. like, would it? I mean, because I always watch things and I think, is that really possible? Like, could that really happen? And then I watch this show and I'm like, mm, no, that dog isn't just going to go come out with like a screwdriver and like you know fix a broken whatever you know but then Mm -hmm. i also i think that and then i also think like is that not animal cruelty because you're like like attaching something to him or Mm -hmm. to his bag and you're leaving the bag on him well in the show they can speak and then they have so many they can speak but then they have so many things so how much does this weigh like is it physically harming the dog? Like that's what I think too. Well, normally, yeah, a dog, uh, a real dog, couldn't consent to that, you know. Um, but with the characters being able to speak, they would say, "Yo, yeah. bro, this is heavy. Yo, hey, <laughs> I need a day off. I need a vacation day, <laughs> something like that. I need some PTO here, um, please." But I guess for the people that don't know, or maybe just a quick description about what the show is all about, I will read um, an excerpt um, printed out a few pages kind of detailing what the show is about and um some of the characters that we can kind of like break down you want to go ahead and read so paw patrol for anyone who isn't a millennial parent (laughs) um the series focuses on a young boy named Ryder who leads a crew of search and rescue dogs that call themselves the paw patrol they work together on missions to protect the shoreside community of adventure bay each dog has a specific set of skills based on emergency service services professions, such as a firefighter, a police officer, an aviation pilot, and they all reside in dog houses that transform into customized vehicles for their missions. They are also equipped with backpacks called pup packs that contain tools that relate to their pups' jobs. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, when you're writing up a show, like they, I, I really think they did a great job, like with like the what what dog is what, their job, their name, their and tagline. the catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. their tagline. Mm-hmm. So I really did, do think that they did a really good job on that. I agree. Sucked, sucked you right in. Well, I say that because I could be walking around the house on a random freaking day off, and I'm like, Bob Joe. Be there on the do- I'm singing the song and I'm singing catchphrases and yeah, I'm are. like I'm over here as the parent knowing the songs and the stuff that's going that's going on. Well, especially when when you know kids are in a routine, they're in a routine and you know the TV channels know that. Or now with DVR, I mean we record fucking pretty much everything, um, so you just know like our kids, you're done with shower. Yeah, we have between seven forty-five and yeah. eight fifteen. You get to watch Paw Patrol. You get some milk, and you get to watch that one episode right before you go to bed. So yeah, it's routine. So if that's the routine, yeah, you know all those characters, the catchphrases, the the theme song. I mean, it gets stuck in your head. There's no way it won't. And they're again catchy, so I don't mind because I'm. It doesn't like it. They're tested. It's not something that I'm like, oh, God, get this out of my head. Because then when I sing it, the kids start singing it and and then they start begging for Paw Patrol. And it's like, "Mm, you know, you know, the routine. Yeah. So anyways. So let's go uh, list um, some of the members here. So the original members are um, 
Ryder, Marshall, Rubble, Chase, Rocky, Zuma, and Sky. So Ryder is the human leader of the Paw Patrol. He is a 10-year-old boy who gives the dogs their mission instructions and builds the vehicles and equipment they use. His vehicle is an ATV, and he is the only character to be featured in every mission. So he's okay. the leader. So starting with Ryder. Yeah. Questions that arise with Ryder. <laughs> he's 10 years old. Uh-huh. And that's this sheet right here. He builds vehicles and the equipment that they use. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck is Ryder at 10 years old <laughs> to be able to build equipment and vehicles? So um, we can touch on that. I don't know if we want to get into that right now or just maybe read the characters first. Well, no, I just feel like let's like that. touch the characters because we're talking about Ryder. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Ryder. Okay. He's 10. Okay. Okay. So we'll just get into it. Yeah, All right. He's so 10. here's my theory then. You ready? No. Okay. Well, okay. Go ahead. So my theory about the whole show at this point, because you want to get into this. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, because we're talking about Ryder. So my questions arise about Ryder, specifically about yeah. Ryder. Yeah. Like. For example, my questions are, where are Ryder's parents? Uh-huh. That's in my theory. Why don't they ever appear in the show? It's in my theory. Uh, where is everyone else in the community? And, like, Ryder's the only one that that solves problems. The mayor doesn't even solve problems. It's in my theory. Uh, how does he have money to build things? Knock, knock. In your theory? You're supposed to say who's there, but yeah. Oh, who's there in my theory? <laughs> yeah. Those are the questions that I have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is he, is he like a I mean, super you start, bionic child? Yeah. Well, so you start breaking it down, like like the whole point of this. You start breaking it down, you know, like breaking it down, 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 down. <laughs> down. Yeah. Um, and you start to ask these logical questions that, A, he's a 10-year-old boy. As a mom, you're just like, yo, where the fuck are these kids' parents, you know? Yeah, that's that's logical for sure. Um, what other questions do you have about Ryder? I, I asked all my questions. Where are his parents? Uh -huh. How does he have the money to do this? Where is everyone else in the town? How come nobody else can solve problems? <laughs> um, and how does he have the knowledge at 10 years old to be able to build vehicles and equipment? Because have you, I'm sure you have, but anyone who's listening seen Ultimate Rescue? Because those vehicles are like that's like the Power extra. Rangers. Yeah, it's all the Power Rangers when they like morph together. They're like extra, extra. Yeah. So it's like, mm, if writers building these, how the fuck can you build these? Like, what knowledge do you have? Like, you have to be an not an engineer, but a mechanic. You gotta be yeah, engineer, like a, for sure. Oh, an engineer, a builder, whatever else to be able to do every aspect of being able to build a car mm -hmm. and equipment, like. A carpenter, a firefighter, like you have to be every part to even a know what tools. Because yeah, he trains all the all the, all the dogs yeah. too, so and then to know everything. what tools to give these dogs to be able to perform the duties that you need them to perform. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so not only that, but then then you're a certified dog trainer at ten years old. You're a certified dog trainer. You'd also have to be like a veterinarian at that point too, to be able to take care of them when they get sick, yeah. because clearly there isn't anybody else in the town. Nope. Other than two dumbass mayors and a little chicolette. Like, there isn't anybody. And then everybody else in the city or the town clearly is uh, needing help. Yeah. So there isn't anybody that would be able to help Ryder if something happened to his dogs. Mm -hmm. So not only are you a certified dog trainer, but you're a vet. You um, create vehicles. You, you make cars, you build them from the ground up, ultimate vehicles at that. Yep. Uh, what else? You solve problems. So you're, you're very intelligent because you're able to, to solve problems in the span of 30 minutes. <laughs> in bite-sized chunks. <laughs> so, like, he's, he's just like some bionic child who doesn't have parents who is wealthy clearly I mean, he has parents but maybe they've passed away and who've bestowed him this town that he now has for the rest of his life mm -hmm. has to stay a 10 year old kid <laughs> yeah, forever yeah, maybe and take care of the town that's a that's a shitty ass job 
Yeah, well, you but then know. you also get to be with dogs. I would be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be okay with that. A few puppers, doggos. So, are you gonna tell me your theory, or are we just gonna move on? No, I was. So, if you turn to page four, there is no page it's right four. there. What do you mean? Oh, oh page three. <laughs> I literally only have three papers in my hand. It's the last one. So these questions. Hold up. Oh, sorry. You can't go. read them out loud. This is oh. for the end. Okay, well, we'll wait. Yeah, so let's I want to kind of run through. So moving on. Yeah, just want to talk about well, like the actual well, characters. Okay, so moving on. Now we have Marshall. Yeah. So Marshall's a Dalmatian. Mm-hmm. He's a firefighter and a paramedic dog. It's a mouth-to-mouth. His vehicle is a fire engine, mm-hmm. which then can transform into an ambulance. Someone called an ambulance. He's known for being exceptionally clumsy. Mm-hmm. A running gag in every episode is that Marshall will encounter some sort of humorous problem while trying to enter the Paw Patrol's elevator. And his catchphrase after one of these mishaps, mishaps is often, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the uh, the comical relief or the, the guaranteed I'm going to make your little five-year-old laugh with him being all, you know. Yeah, he stumbles in, yeah. he tops, he topples over, mm-hmm. he he trips over something, something happens and he gets thrown in there, like whatever, every single episode, yeah. Marshall has some sort of issue getting into the elevator, like whatever the issue is, that's like, I don't understand, like... Yeah. And there was, I think there was even an episode where he felt bad about always causing chaos, 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 always like creating chaos or feeling that he wasn't good enough or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I liked that episode because the, the rest of the dogs were like, no, like we like that about you. Like that's what's good about you. Like you make us laugh and you like, they were just building him up and he needed that because he's like, I'm, I'm the fuck up basically is Mm kind of how he felt. And the rest of the dogs were like, no, you're not like you're essential to the team. Yeah. And that was what's important. And that's what was learning to the kids is that even though you may be, it's not even messing up because he never messed up. It was like, even though you might be a klutz or, or, like, I guess the only other thing, like having blonde moments, you know, like, mm-hmm. like you don't know things or whatever. You're still an important part of whatever team you're on or. Yeah. You you still are valuable. Because while he may mess up all the time in entering the building because <laughs> mm-hmm. he can't walk or he's got like jello legs, he's still essential to the team. And yeah. that's what's important. Well, I mean, he's got an important role, like yeah, he's you know, being a firefighter. a firefighter and a paramedic. And for somebody, yeah, for somebody in charge of like saving lives and like doing all these medical procedures is like to make him the clumsy one is like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But is he uh, white with black spots or is he black with? No, he's white with black spots. Mm. And then you got Rubble. Rubble. He's an English bulldog. Mm -hmm. He's the construction dog. Mm hmm. His vehicle is the bulldozer, and he's a source of comic relief. He's often a source of comic relief and usually make jokes or comments about his love of eating. Well, he's a big boy. He's a bulldog, Yeah. and he likes to eat. And he's a construction guy, which a lot of times, yeah. He's a construction worker. He's out in the sun all day. Yep. Um, I, that was pretty straightforward. Um, I read somewhere that he's uh, he's arachnophobic. So, so he doesn't like spiders well he has a fear of spiders he might like them i don't know can you like something but still have a fear of it probably not no no i like you but i fear you i mean (laughs) i watched (laughs) totally sidetracked i watched an episode of live pd Uh uh-huh and the officer responded to a vehicle that was pulled over on the side of the road and this guy was outside of the vehicle with his door open Mm -hmm. with a shirt he was he was fully clothed, but he had a different shirt, like some in like a gym bag or whatever over his head. And she was like, what's going on? Can I help you? And he goes, a moth flew in my car and I can't get it out. Like he was freaking the fuck out. 
And she literally just reached in, tried to find it. She reached in, grabbed it, pulled it out. He gets back in his car. And so basically the point was he had this fear. It wasn't arachnophobia. Like it wasn't yeah. a fear of spiders. It was a fear of like insects. Yeah. Um, he had such a fear when this moth flew in his car that he swerved over traffic, almost hit a car, hit a barrier, almost hit a barrier, pulled over on the side of the road, got out of his car and was running around the car. <laughs> it was a moth. <laughs> he was so afraid of it. Like yeah. when you're afraid of something like that, you're legitimately afraid huh. of that. Like what, he, that what's that? The parasympathetic he, system, like the fight or flight. Yeah, like he that's why he had a, a shirt over his head and his neck because he was afraid that the moth was going to attack him and bite him or sting him or yeah. whatever irrational thing that was going through his brain. Like mm-hmm. he was just like, no, I can't deal with this. Almost abandoned his car. He was like, I will walk. The, well, the well, not rest only of the that, way. but like that such an irrational fear of a moth versus you swerving across you know how many lanes and potentially hitting a barrier and causing some actual for a moth. damage for a fucking so then your fear moth. is you're like in his brain his fear is rational like he's like i am so afraid of this thing that no matter what i do it's warranted because i'm scared like of this thing yeah. like there would be nothing I, I i can't say anything because if like some scorpion or cockroach was crawling all over my leg in my car like i probably lose my shit like <laughs> maybe cause an accident like who knows but i'm not i don't like i'm not scared of them it's just like the moment that you find this thing mm-hmm. you know it's like mm-hmm. that would be the scary part but anyways um yeah <laughs> chase is a chase. german shepherd chase i like chase he serves as a police and spy dog his vehicle is a cruiser. Whoop, whoop. He is the most mature of the dogs and will always announce Paw Patrol ready for action, Ryder, sir, when the Paw Patrol is called on a mission. So that's your your cop. Your cop, your... He's your good guy. Yeah, overall good guy. The leader, you know. The leader of the pack. And he's a German Shepherd, so he's already an intelligent dog. He takes... He mm-hmm, takes... Mm-hmm. Um, direction very well he can learn he can adapt he's a writer's right hand dog yeah at that point he's his main dog he's his main dog main dog <laughs> um yes he's in a lot of the rescues yeah he's in pretty much like 99 percent of them now he's in a lot of the rescues um i like chase yeah and for, for the for longest time i thought I was Jace, because of our son, <laughs> he would pronounce it. So we went to what Paw Patrol Live. Paw Patrol Live, and that was and pretty badass. Actually. I was like, I look over at you like twenty minutes in. I'm like, yo, they've been saying his name wrong this whole time. And you're like, what do you mean? I was like, Jace. You're like, you mean Chase? I was like, no, Jace, <laughs> with a J, right? And you're like, no. And I'm like, these kids of ours have always said Jace. No, M- Micah has always said Jace. Yeah. Well. I mean, you can't fault him. He's freaking three, you know, but well, I uh, essentially I, I literally thought it was like this. This big freaking production is mispronouncing this name <laughs> of like their main character short of writer. But, Rocky. Uh, Rocky. He is a gray and white. What? Mongrel? Mongrel? Mongrel. Mongrel. What the kind of head is that? Of an unspecified breed. Hey. Excuse me. He's a recycling dog. His vehicle is a recycling truck, mm-hmm. which cre- which can transform into a salvage tugboat. Oh, excuse me. Hey, now. <laughs> a running gag in the series is that is that Rocky's irrational fear of water to the point where he refuses to bathe. That stinky motherfucker. <laughs> so not only is he dealing with trash, yeah. he doesn't want to bathe. Dude, so he stinks. This, well, not he only stinks. stinks, but it's like you got to think about now, like bacterial infections. But you but know what? Also, he's do probably they brush the, their teeth? He's probably the healthiest one. What? Do dogs brush their teeth? Bro- what do you dogs mean? do brush their teeth. I mean, you can give them like clean, like dental, um, not toys. Well, toys and like food, right? 
I don't know about food, but maybe like dental Yo, all toys. my dogs lived outside, all right? I'm not one of those like, hey, come curl up next to me on the couch. Nah, man, stay your ass outside. I'm country, okay? All the dogs stayed outside. So he is a recycling dog and he refused to bathe. Yeah. So he was the stinky one who was probably, like you said, the most, hel- the most healthiest. Yeah, the most healthiest, the most healthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because he's exposed to like all these germs and uh, yeah, it's like... Like the person who who uses the hand sanitizer too much is the one who gets sick the most. Yeah. And the person who barely washes their bathroom when they go freaking take a piss. <laughs> yeah. Totally <laughs> feminine. Yep. Is the one who's not sick. Yeah. I mean, you're just exposed. Like, I don't know. Like I saw an article where it's like, let your kids eat their boogers. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to. First of all, it's disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Especially when a, 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 they're ginormous boogers. A, B, B. Sometimes they bl- they're bloody and it's what? gross. No. I've seen Mecca's bloody boogers and they're gross. <laughs> and then I just I just take it and like use a napkin and like. And you eat it for yourself? You yeah. <laughs> that's my protein. <laughs> <laughs> boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> um, did not see that coming. What? Zuma. Zuma is a chocolate Labrador retriever. She's a cute little doggy. Oh, yeah. Or he is a cute little doggy. Yeah. Well, I thought Zuma cute. was I thought He's so Zuma cute was you girl. thought it was a girl. <laughs> I thought Zuma so was cute. a girl. <laughs> Zuma is not a girl. And he serves as an aquatic rescue pup. That should be mer- the mermaid right there. Zuma his, should be the mermaid. His vehicle is a hovercraft. And which can also convert to a submarine. I legit thought Zuma was a girl. No. Because that's why um, um, Everest came in, which is a point we'll make later. Um, because there wasn't enough female dogs? Yeah, there weren't enough bitches on the show. Okay, calm down. Oh, well, you know. So I don't really have anything negative or crazy to say about Zuma other than I thought Zuma was a girl. Um, I do. Go. That's for later down the road. Oh, so then now we have Sky. So Sky is a cockapoo. Cockapoo? Yep. <laughs> She's she's the aviator. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Her vehicle is a helicopter. She has wings built into her backpack. Yeah. So the only girl there. So, so how much do you think them wings weigh? So she can fly. Well, by nature, um, you have to definitely consider the weight of an object that you're wanting to, you know, have leave earth's gravity to an extent so i don't picture them being as heavy so answers that huh (laughs) so bringing in other team members then i guess because there wasn't enough female dogs we bring in everest who is a siberian husky which is a great dog bt dubs not for arizona though who serves as a rescue, a snow rescue dog in emergencies relating to snow or ice. Snow or ice, I'm ready to go. Is that her tagline? Maybe. She was introduced in the season two episode, The New Pup, due to some criticism that has been directed toward the show's unequal gender representation because initially the team of dogs primarily male and included only one female character, Sky. Paw Patrol images appeared frequently on Twitter with the hashtag include the girls. <laughs> Her vehicle is a snowmobile like tractor. Who's another new character. She does not stay with the Paw Patrols and she lives at adventures Bay adventure Bay's ski resort with Jake, who is her owner. Um, but she will answer a call for assistance whenever her services are needed. Um, so obviously in the newer seasons of Paw Patrol, you see Everest mm-hmm. and um, our daughter seems to be very inv- invested yeah. in Everest at this point. Well, she seems very adventurous too, whereas like Sky seems like super girly. I mean, she's, you know, pink decked out like that and she's a dainty dog, whereas Everest is a Siberian Husky, which is like a really, you know, a powerful looking dog and her, you know messing around with the snowboard or a snowmobile or anything like that like that's that's like a little bit more adventurous a little bit more you know cool testosterone driven or so so uh, i definitely dig that so yeah good move 
Good job, Paw Patrol. Good move, good move. You skipped one, though. Who's this? No, no. I went just because we're talking about the girls. The um, ladies. So then you have, speaking of just the dogs that we're talking about right now, you have um, Tracker. Can you stop? Mm. Sorry. Don't be rude. You have Tracker. Tracker is a brown and white chihuahua. He serves as the jungle rescue pup. I chihuahua. His vehicle is a Jeep. And he's bilingual. He speaks Spanish and English. Like Everest, he does not live with the Paw Patrols, other dogs, but he resides in the jungle with his human caretaker, a boy named Carlos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They use him when they need him, but they don't want him around. Stay on your side. Stay in the jungle. So when we went to go watch Paw Patrol Live, they did bring out Tracker. Um and this was at that point when you when you were like, yeah, he can't. He's already checked out. He's having a hard time. So yeah. then you took him out. Mm-hmm. So it was just her and I in there watching the rest of the the show. Mm-hmm. So they did bring out Tracker, and I like that he speaks Spanish. Yeah, and that he it's just simple Spanish. It's mm-hmm. um Little like words. vamonos, and you know like just stuff you could understand. Yeah, because I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> um. Little stuff that like the kids would understand. Um, and it's a good thing. Like, like I don't, he's, I, I, other than. Who that? The little one? Yeah. Micah? Mm-hmm. He's got a tummy ache. Proceed. You can keep talking about it. He's almost about to get out of his bed, so you probably should hurry yeah, up. I got him. So he's got to go check on the kid. It's got a tummy ache. Make sure he's all right. I don't know where we left off. And we're back. Um, we can go to. Oh, so we see. talked about Everest. We talked about Tracker. Tracker. So back to the later members. So mm-hmm. you have Cap, Captain, 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 Captain Turbot. Um, he's the Paw Patrol's most frequent caller because he apparently doesn't have his shit together, <laughs> and he always needs help. He serves yeah. as an occasional member of the team in the Mirror Pup themed special episodes. Mer Mer Pup. Mer Pup. Yeah. Mer Pup themed. Water. He is the smart. Okay, first of all, if he's a smart marine biologist, how the fuck does he always get into issues? He's not a problem solver. He's a smart. Oh, he's a but he's a marine biologist, mm-hmm. but he's not a problem he knows solver. Knows the info. Who frequently speaks in what? Alliterations. Alliteration. Mm-hmm. His main vehicle is a boat called the Flounder. In the second season, an orange diving ball is introduced as his second vehicle. He is the team's best human friend and the source of information of all kinds of wildlife in the bay, along with Everest. Captain Turbot was added to the opening theme in season three. Um, I got nothing on him, but a uh, robo dog. No, I have a lot on him. You have a lot on this guy I n- have nothing on? Not a lot, I guess, <laughs> essentially. My, my thing is... He's the Paw Patrol's most frequent caller, mm-hmm. but he is a smart marine, marine biologist who uh-huh. doesn't know how to problem solve. That's the key. You can have all the info in front of you, but how do you put it together? I mean, come on, you're pretty, you're, you're into bar rescue, like. I have problems with this. Yeah. And there's those two um, biologists. I think they they were also biologists. They yeah, because they were marine biologists. No, they weren't. No, no, no. They were they were not marine, marine biologists, but they were scientists who were looking into cancer research. Yeah, exactly. And they couldn't fucking manage a bar. Nope, they were dumb as fuck. When it comes to that, yeah, exactly. So you said you had a lot. Anything else you got? Anything else you got? No, but I need a napkin. Another break. Break. Hot nuts. Hot nuts. Get your hot nuts. Spicy nuts. <laughs> uh, let's see. RoboDog is a robotic dog introduced in Pups Save Riders Robot. He serves as the driver of the Paw Patrol's multi-member vehicles. Unlike the other pups, RoboDog does not speak in sentences and only communicates through barks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing to say about him. Not really. Let me. Just, I kind of just want to spit out these uh, other characters and then just kind of get into ones? like, okay. yeah, just kind of get into like so talking shit. 
Mayor Goodway is the overdramatic but friendly mayor of Adventure Bay. She owns the pe- she owns a pet chicken named Chickaletta, which she keeps in her purse, mm-hmm. which is weird. Course. Mm-hmm. She shares a rivalry with Mayor Humdinger um, of the neighboring town Foggy Bottom. <laughs> so speaking of Chickaletta, going into Chickaletta, Chickaletta is the mayor's pet chicken. She is not quick-witted or observant and often unintentionally causes trouble for herself in Mayor Goodway. She is introduced in Pup Pup and Away when she jumps onto Mayor Goodway's purse during a hot air balloon race. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, oh, and then speaking, because we already were talking about Mayor Humdinger, he's the mayor of the na- neighboring town called Foggy Bottom. Mm-hmm. He's a dick. <laughs> and Richard F- Richard. Humdinger? Mayor Goodway's rival who spends most of his time devising unfair schemes to make his town seem better than Adventure Bay. Again, he's a dick. <laughs> he lives in a cave. What? Which is weird. And leads a team of troublesome cats called the Kitten Catastrophe Crew, who surprisingly looks a lot like the Paw Patrol. Uh-huh. He has six pups. It's bizarro or six, six Paw Patrol. Cats who resemble the Paw Patrol. Yeah. Uh, it's because it says right right after that, the kitten catastrophe crew is Mayor Humdinger's group of kittens who closely resemble the oh, six hey. original Paw Patrol I pups. I didn't even read that. <laughs> Each one is equipped with the uniform and a tool pack that mirror a particular pup's outfits and abilities. Uh, let's see. A few... A few other characters. Oh, some that I on. didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Katie... Yep. Is a is a girl writer's age. How would she run Adventure Bay's pet clinic? Who knows? Because she's 10. But clearly, Adventure Bay has a pet clinic. Yep. So writer isn't the veterinarian. Katie is. And she's pieces. also 10 years old. Yeah, it's a side piece. Oh, yeah. They banging on the side during <laughs> during missions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She owns a cat named Callie. Oh, look, there's more people. Mr. Tons. Porter. He's a grocer. Grocer? Yep. Grocer? <laughs> grocer? Yeah, grocer. Um, farmer Yumi and Farmer Al. Two married mm-hmm. farmers who live near Adve- mm-hmm. ne- live near Adventure Bay. They don't live in Adventure Bay. They own a barn and have several animals, such as a pair of pigs and a cow. Yeah, so there's a lot more characters than I thought that were in there. Like, we always thought, like, the, the town was kind of empty. Mm-hmm. But... There's quite a few. I mean, there's Alex Porter. So Mr. Porter's a grocer. Alex Porter's Mr. Porter's young grandson. Uh, Jake is the owner of the ski resort, which he's Everest caretaker. Yep. Carlos is trackers caretaker. He's a jungle explorer. Danny is a daredevil boy who appears in the third season. And never um, seen him before. uh, You know, you've seen it. He was doing all kinds of. Oh, he's the one who had like the um, the. um. The, the drone mm-hmm. that was messing up and stuff. He had that. I remember yeah. that. There's one, like, there's one that was riding like a dirt bike. Ooh, the um, ones that I don't, the, the episodes that I don't care for are the ones with Sweetie. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for her too much. A villainous pup and the pet princess, uh, or the pet of princess Barkingberg. Mm-hmm. She's yep, an she's, antagonist. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't really care for her too much. Mm, well, cause she's a bitch, <laughs> a rich bitch. She's definitely a rich bitch. Um, you got Fran Francis, Francis Francois, Francois. Yeah. You're oh hey, I said that right. You did. Francois is Captain Turbot's cousin. He he he's his French cousin and sidekick who lives with him in the Seal Island Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. He's self-centered and and loves to show off, but he cares deeply about animals. He's a zoologist artist. He's a nature photographer. Mm-hmm. He has a very thick French accent. <laughs> and he uses French phrases in place of English words. Oh, wee wee. <laughs> Wally is Captain Turbot's pet walrus who lives in the water surrounding Seal Island. He has a wife named Walinda and oh, an Wally unnamed and baby child. Damn, unnamed baby child, huh? Who's is it? Although he cannot talk, Ryder and Captain so let's, Turbot let's understand Wally. Do you know Walrus? Wally ha- and Walinda. So I think Walruses have like the biggest. Let's dick name his unnamed child. Wally and Walinda. What would you name the Willis. unnamed Willis? Yeah. 
Wallace? No. No, you have Wally, mm-hmm. Walinda, Wallace. Bless you. <coughs> Wallace. Woo. I vote for Wallace. Uh, I say Willis. Wallace. Because what you talking about, Willis? But right. Wally, Walinda, Wallace. Mm, or Wyatt. Or Wallace. Wilma. Why is it a boy? Wilma. Okay. Wall- Wallace for a boy and Wil- Wilma for a girl. I'm okay with Wilma. Or Wilmer. Wallace. Um, I'm just stuck on Wall- Wallace. Um, uh, where do we leave off? Oh, I was saying, I think walruses have like a huge dick in comparison to like everybody else. Like, like other sea animals or people? Like <laughs> dick to body mass ratio. It's like, whew. yeah. Bigger than a donkey? Whoa, I don't even think a donkey's is that big in comparison to like um, what else it could be. I guess because I just remember watching an episode of Ridiculousness <laughs> and all I saw was like a horse or a donkey and then like they were videotaping it and then they just zoomed in because the whatever it was, whatever type of animal it was, like it was just mm. all swinging from side to side and then and then it like went forward and then he like put his mouth on the animal, put his mouth on his like own and and then like did whatever and then he like put it he was done and then he put his head up and he like howled (laughs) it seemed like but it wasn't a wolf like whatever kind of animal it was i i swear it was a donkey yeah or some type of horse Uh thing and they were like yeah like so basically rob deerdick was like he was hungry or he was thirsty he was horny (laughs) One and, and then two. Wham, bam. and then like something else like um i don't know if he was saying he was hungry he was horny he was thirsty and then he got all of that and then he like howled and so he was like good to go like it was just it was <laughs> stupid funny i got a question for you though so say you you clone yourself right okay so you now there's have two a clone. of me yeah exactly and you have sex with yourself with your clone. Mm-hmm. Is that masturbation or is that incest? Um, I would almost feel like that's going to be incest because it isn't me doing things to my person. It's you though. It's every, but bit it's of a you. whole nother being like it's yeah. literally a physical being that's separate from me. Yeah. That's a whole different person. Who essentially could there could be like a like a malfunction with the cloning? A mouth function? A malfunction. <laughs> a malfunction. <laughs> I didn't say mouth function. I said malfunction. Whoa, Freudian slip. A malfunction with the cloning process where this person might look like me, but they aren't me. Like but they ain't, yeah, ain't me. Like Mm-mm. they don't think like me. They don't do things like me. They don't talk like me. They ain't me. But just physically looks like you. physically looks like me. So to me, if that were to happen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that that hooking up with this person who looked like me to me wouldn't be like, masturbation i guess i I would look at it more of like an incest because it 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 looks like me like it's 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 essentially me but also i wouldn't even look at it like incest like i don't even know how i would look at it because i don't see it it as masturbation because it isn't me doing something physically to my own body it's something different but then um there was a shooting in Fountain Hills. Jesus. What a downer. Um, it impresses me how much notice. like how much bad news you take in on a daily. Like, Well, first of all, you know what I do for a living. Bad news. Just like bad news central. If I want to be like. You ready? Woo. If I want to just get down in the dumps for like five seconds, I'll be like, hey, give me the, the top headline. And you're like. Some three-year-old drowned today. I was like, God, why? Or just be like, tell me about your day. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Let's get to my main theory. Bring our ADHD back. Ready? 
So Paw Patrol. This is how it came about. So this is your theory. This is my theory. Is Ryder is the child of some extremely wealthy parents. Extremely wealthy. With that being said, they're very busy. Too busy to give him the needed attention, right? Okay. That makes sense because his parents are never around. Mm -hmm. All the people on the show are servants to the family like so every every adult person there is paid bought for or whatever you know to, to be do something there. for the family yeah and all the animals are androids so all the pups all the cats like they're they're androids like cyborgs like not real dogs mesh. no no because you couldn't really get a real dog to do what they do right okay plus they okay. speak god damn it um the whole location has been fabricated and built specifically for him because, again, they're extremely wealthy. So they're like, hey, here's a you know, 20, 20 mile radius. This is his domain. So do you remember the movie that we watched with the kids? Um, Adventureland oh, yeah. or Adventure whatever, mm-hmm. when the whole movie was based off of her, off of the, the animals in her brain or... Yeah. Um, doing whatever, uh-huh. but it was all in her mind. Yeah, that's kind of a cop out. What do you mean a cop out? Like, you're watching a show and it's like, oh my god, this is so crazy, boom, 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 and then it's like, oh, the person was asleep the whole time, or the person's already dead, and this was like just like an afterthought or something like that. Like, that's a it, that one is a little bit different because it it, it kind of tied into her like how she felt about herself in the present moment. But like, yeah, that's like the easy way out for a writer is be like, oh, how do I kind of like tie up this these loose ends or how do I finish it? And it's like, oh, it but was the, all a dream. But the whole movie was about it so, being yeah. not reality. Yeah. So it was a little and, bit different. Yeah. And it was more of her doing it with her mom and then her mom getting sick and then her mom going away and her not doing it anymore. And then the the characters are like dying because they don't have her, her, you know, like her, whatever the word I'm looking for. Like, I don't even know, like her, like her, I don't know. Her imagination, her, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so when I think about you saying like, um, the location is fabricated it's fabricated because it's all in his mind. Like, you know, like mm. essentially it's this kid who's asleep or in a coma, well, in a coma or, or in his bedroom as a, you know, a kid maybe with special needs or, you know, like someone who is bullied or whatever, who's creating this whole life, this whole world inside of his own bedroom mm-hmm. for him to be okay with processing the things outside in his whole world. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could be cool, but I I like the I like the thought of it being like more more not more more real. Not not necessarily like in somebody's mind. Like like it's actually like time, money, spent, sweat and tears go into building this actual So his so you think that his family created this location for him like basically like yeah, an ab- like an abandoned town yeah. like hey here you go we spent money on this you can live here we paid for everything people live here like real people who have real money who do real things mm-hmm. and you're solving real crimes essentially and you're because they're crimes like there was that one episode where they thought that their cell phones were being stolen mm-hmm. so there are crimes and then yeah. there's legitimate problems that people have like people are in danger or you know whatever that mm-hmm. that they need to be solved um so you said so your next point <laughs> that they've been injecting him with the fountain of youth serum and he's yeah. not actually 10 nope but he's really 46 oh yeah that's it that's how he knows all this info he's not 10 he's old he's at least like 46 something i don't know um, but that would make sense for why he is the like as person? knowledgeable. Yeah. And the go-to, he just stays young, but his mind is advanced. Right. And that would also kind of come into place on his parents being as wealthy as they are. 
And if they were able to create this whole scenario for him, then, you know, maybe they're keeping him a kid forever. Who knows? I don't know. Parents do some crazy shit. I would never in a million years want to keep my children a kid forever. No? No, because they're fucking jerks. Legitimately are jerks. Like, comebacks, attitude, smart-ass response. It's like... Mm -hmm. Where they test the waters. I'll pass. I'll pass on the kid attitude. When they couldn't agree on something to watch on TV, she legitimately turned to me and said... Well, why don't you just buy another TV? And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, what? Because I got it like that? I could just go to the store and just buy a TV? Excuse me, can you can you just wait here and watch your brother? Can you, as a four-year-old, watch your brother while I go buy a new TV right now because you told me to? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And she goes, yeah, I'll watch him. And I'm like, um. Oh, gotcha. What are you going to do now? Go buy a new TV? <laughs> no, hell no. Don't do that. No, never. But it's like just the smart ass responses. So I would never in a million years want to keep my kids kids. Like. No matter what happened. I mean, I guess it just depends because it it would matter what happened in life, i.e. Let's say let's say these parents knew that 11 year old writer got cancer and died. So then they're keeping him a 10-year-old writer forever because they know that at 11, he's going to get cancer and he's going to die. You know, mm-hmm. if they're that wealthy, they can keep him a kid forever with this uh, fountain of youth serum, you know, like. Or keep spitting out more writers, 10-year-old writers, 11-year-old hits and he dies and then just fucking. Get a new one. And there's just fucking a pile of dead writers in the back. Oi, that's creepy. But do the dogs ever die? What? Hey, the dogs always have endless bones to play with. They're riders' bones. (laughs) They ride riders' bones? Whoa! (laughs) Maybe just Sky and Everest. But then you're saying that they're androids, so then they never die. Nope, exactly. So then your next next comment here is, were the the show's writers' parents incompetent? Yeah, like incompetent, like... They incompetent. Yeah. But like none of the adults, like you said, know how to do anything. So it's like the people actually not not getting back to reality, like the people writing the show or the guy that created it. It's like, did he was he like always having to like take care of himself or like right, what were his parents? <laughs> what were his parents like? Was he left alone at 10 years old? Was he abandoned by his dad or his mom at 10? Like, why is 10 years old? Uh significant age like for uh, writer to be 10 because he's still uh, 10 10 i think is an ideal age because he's not like a teenager where it's like you know i want to be out do being reckless for like for some kids um like you're still trying to like try hard and do the right thing but i know old. 10 year 10 year old children yeah like, and they're still children though that's the thing because they're not because even but even a 13 year old like would be a child to me of course you know so like a 10 year old child a 22 year old is a child like i'm just saying like i'm referring to them as children because they're children 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 so it's like whether you're 10 whether you're 13 or like seven you know like a you're still a child and b like i don't know like I guess my my point was going back to like the writer. The writer. What's that noise? Micah kicking. Stop, Micah! Go to bed. He's banging his head <laughs> on the headboard of his bed. Uh, the other thing the writers do is they hate cats. Oh, they do hate cats yeah. for sure. The cats are the bad guys. Well, mm. they they go along with Mayor Humdinger, Humdinger. who's always trying to cause chaos. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then I get into some dark shit. Okay. Um. Let's see. 
Micah, stop it. That guy's about to give himself freaking whiplash. Or head trauma. CTE. He's banging his head on his headboard. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Anyways. So go, going into your dark shit, go ahead. The dark shit is uh, Chase beats his wife. And how do you know that A, he has a wife, or B, that he beats her? I'm just saying, you know, um, unfortunately, statistics, I'd have to do some searching, but... Um, uh, cops, police officers? Yeah, police officers tend to, you know, they they exert the authority day in, day Outside, out. Inside the home? And yeah, there's a bunch of domestic disputes. Uh, Marshall has a coke habit because, of course, you know, being a, uh, um, um, you know, somebody that always needs to be alert and on call and this and that, like would need like some sort of upper. Because he's a firefighter mm-hmm. and, an, and a um, and first responder. Yeah, do with do with like, you know, like a medic and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And okay. then uh, Rubble being a construction worker, uh, he's an alcoholic. You know, he just wants to go home, plant himself down in front of the TV and... Uh, totes relate. Veg out, yeah. <laughs> totes. Um, you said veg out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Zuma being the aquatic pup. Like, what kind of dark shit does that guy do out in international waters? I swear Zuma should be a girl. Like, I just can't get over the fact that Zuma's a boy. He's just a cute boy. Like, the name, though, Zuma, like, you just think girl. Like, did you not think that Zuma was a girl? I did. I did. Then I accepted it. I accepted it. We're moving on. Zuma's a boy. Yeah. I think he he does some dark shit out in international waters where only maritime law applies. Because the regular laws don't apply. So why do you think Sky is a swinger? Oh, because uh, statistically, um, uh, pilots, like especially Air Force pilots, um, they are involved in like some really like like strong relationships with like their co-pilot or just some somebody else. That there's a there's a big swinger culture in um, pilots in pilots, yeah. So of course she would be a swinger, in my opinion. And then um, just, uh, you know, Mayor Goodwin needs a good dicking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she walks around with a cock, for heaven's sake, you know, the Chicoletta. She's literally advertising like, hey, give someone to in me. this town, someone in this town, give it, give to, it me. to me. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's about the extent that I had covered for that for the show. It's a good show. It teaches valuable lessons in my opinion to my children other shows do the same thing um catchphrases totes uh catchy Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh a good show they only watch it for max what 15 30 minutes at the end of the night depends not tonight micah's micah had a tummy ache so we watch cartoons all night, pretty much. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got a cave in. He wasn't feeling good. He was throwing up all over the place. You know okay, so because I'm gone, you just allow them to watch TV all night? Jesus. Pretty much. Can't, you can't. I can't leave my kids. Yeah, my ice cream. I can't, I can't leave my kids. Oh. So I can't leave my kids. One day. One day ain't going to hurt them. All right. And this motherfucker. We out. We out this bitch. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this one time. This, this weird been, episode. <laughs> yeah. This has been the first installment of the unpacking of dot, Paw, dot, Patrol. Dot. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Be there on the double. If you can't sing. First of all, I don't like, know. Well, hey, hey, you can't sing. But I'm just saying you can't sing shit like that because... Then I get sued. Why? How are you going to get sued? Because they own the song. <laughs> so do yeah. I say I don't own the rights to the song? <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. I don't fucking know. Sue me. Sue me. Make me famous. 
No, I don't want to be famous. I don't know right. how to sing. Anyways, all right, guys. We'll catch you on the flippity flap. Flip, flip, flap, flap. Scoot, 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 scoot. <laughs>